0: All right, here we are, day three of Slay the Dragon. Today's episode is all about meeting the mentor. You're a good guy to talk to about that, like, Yeah, well, (laughs) the world's only speed mentor is a good place to to start. So this is the point of our hero's journey whenever the mentor shows up, right? This is the moment where they have gone into the magical world, the special world. They're outside of their usual environment and, and the mentor is there. Mentor may have been with them. He he actually he or she may have been the one that would have taken them from the status quo, or maybe met them in the shower. But ultimately, it's the mentor that's then "Going to train the hero, prepare them for the journey ahead, and equip them with the right tools and everything that they need." Who I'm interested to know who is the mentor off the speed mentor? Is there any people along your journey that have you know really significantly helped you out?
1: Yeah, there's one guy, and you know what? Just when you asked me that, I just realized that I have, Don't think I've ever actually put this out. Hey, Before, happy days. I uh, haven't talked about this. So you're getting a, an absolute exclusive. So during my period of time, whenever I had lost everything and I was trying to build up the wall group, and um, I was working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, 32 days off in seven years total. No, wow. no Christmas dinner for seven years. No Christmas dinner for seven years Because I was working on Christmas Day You just love suffering, don't you? Uh, no, their <laughs> suffering was unbelievable And my f- family But it was part of a plan That was a seven-year sacrifice plan That I had built in Because I'd lost everything But I had one guy And I'm going to name-check him here Because yep. I've n- never mentioned it before A guy called Marshall Taylor And he's a reasonably well-known uh, business person In um, Belfast He used to own Ulster property sales Up at Forest Side, And uh, I used to see him One hour a week Every Friday And I swear, whenever I was going through the grind of that 16 hours a day, um, seven days a week, just the thought of having that one hour of sunshine, where he was the only person who really knew about my circumstance, because I hadn't told anybody else, and none of my staff knew um, the predicament that I was in. I didn't want to burden them with that. Mm. And he was the one guy who I was able to talk to really openly, one hour hour a bacon and chicken sandwich and Murphy Browns on the Cape Hill road. <laughs> and I swear to God um that one hour was just bliss Brilliant and I could offload to him you could say Gavin do you know what because he's been in business mm, I think you could blah 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 or you're doing great normally do you know what for me at that stage it was just brilliant I'm awestruck you know, he was almost sending that back to me, but that's part of his mentorship. Yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. brilliant. You've come really well on this journey. Yeah, like, you're still going. Fair play, boy. Yeah, you know, uh, drink up. Have your dad cook yeah, there, yeah. your you're chicken and bacon sandwich, and
0: your uh, your Belfast brew, sugi tea. Get it yeah, into you, big yeah, man. And, in, <laughs> yeah. and
1: that was that that was it. That one hour was absolutely magical. Yeah. Um, every every single week. So for me, what was some of the key stuff that he would have been advising you at that stage? So of your he life? he had done. He had done trading businesses, so he had actual knowledge in the sector I was in. So he used to have seven, I think, handbag shops back mm. in the day, before he had ultra property sales. So he knew about staff, he knew about multi site, he knew about margins, he knew about um scaling business. Um he was a bit wiser than me ten years, you know, he hadn't had the massive failure that I'd had, but he had enough empathy, mm. which is absolutely massive. You know, for any mentor um to have empathy is uh, as much an important tool as the knowledge of the actual business etc so he was very empathetic to me he knew i needed just encouragement maybe yeah yeah, yeah. more i probably needed more tickle i talk about sometimes my uh, in speed matter podcast about kicking them in where it hurts yeah more <laughs> often i'm a do that too much and not tickle on the underbelly he sort yeah, of yeah. knew i needed just tickle onto the underbelly each week yeah an example, you know, his EQ was high enough to know, just need to keep encouraging Gavin yeah. and we can help him get out the other end of this really deep under the mountains of, I was going to say, Mourn there. Yeah, well, why not, Jeremy? Nor an Irish fire. Yeah, <laughs> under the mountains of Mourn. And so that was really, I would never, if you said to me, if there's one thing you took away from me during that sort of seven year sacrifice, whenever I was really up against it, if you took away that one hour a week, I don't make it to the other end. Wow. 100%. That's really, that speaks a lot of Uh, mentorship, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Uh, It's odd, actually, that I've never talked about that before. Um, Because sometimes we think about the mentor, about lifting you to the height, but that was just getting me through that stuff. Mm. And second, second, most important person after my wife in that part of my journey. Yeah, yeah. Really shout out.
0: on the topic of family, actually, I would say one of the key mentors in my life has actually been my granny. Yeah, I'm really fortunate that I still have both of my, my, my grannies, mm-hmm. and this one granny in particular, she has walked me through nearly all of my hero journeys. And yes. I mean, she really is. She is I've, she's, I've just one, uh, one-off, if not the most important person uh, that has kind of walked me through the whole scale mm-hmm. of my life. And as I mentioned previously, you know, I know I've been married for three years and Jackie is like mm-hmm. incredible and she is really, really, you know, some days I just think if I didn't have Jackie, I don't know where I would mm-hmm. be. Yeah. But granny, we have, a because we have a long, obviously a long history together. But what's interesting about granny is granny doesn't have technical knowledge. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even really get what a podcast is Mm -hmm. and it's not like even that i go to granny for business strategy but what granny has is she's got experience and she's got life experience and i suppose she would never say it like this she certainly wouldn't if you're listening granny sorry for embarrassing you (laughs) but there is she's seen the hero's journey played out in her own life tens of times in the lives of other people thousands of times and there's that real wisdom that comes with old age. I always say, you know, the wisdom comes with gray hair. I mm-hmm. see you're getting some here. So yeah, yeah. your, your uh, legitimacy has been, uh, you know, it's been upped in recent years, but they have seen the patterns of life. They've been lived through the highs and lived through the lows. And Granny's always someone who is really, really good at giving me the big picture, mm-hmm. really good at giving me that kind of just general life wisdom that I can apply to any specific scenario. And I think a lot of the mentors in my life are like that. They have not not necessarily been able to help me with the nitty gritty details, Mm -hmm. but they have been able to help me with the bigger sort of picture. And what I have experienced in my life, uh, you know, I was born in 95, which I know will probably make some people listening feel very, very old or, you know, young if if you're a millennial or whatever, but... A lot of my technical ability and a lot of the specifics, I've gone to the digital world to help me with Mm -hmm. because I grew up with YouTube, I grew up with podcasts, I grew up with blog posts. And I'm really really thankful for that because some of the things, you know, like starting a podcast locally, there was not a lot of people I could have turned to to help me with How do I get the good microphones? How do I get the sound quality data? But thankfully, I had this whole world of online mentors Mm -hmm. who could walk me through the specifics of that. And I think that that is really interesting in the day and age we're living in. There's that digital mentor bit and there's the physical mentor bit. And I think both are absolutely essential. You cannot have one without the other.
1: Well, the stuff from your granny, I know, because we see each other regularly enough. And You're 24? Yep. Yeah, 24 and uh, you have a sage-like quality there's absolutely no doubt the wisdom of, from your granny That's because it. probably if there's somebody that i come into you know, you know uh, there's normally a fair bit of pressure on me because there's a lot of stuff going on yeah and i don't know do you know what i'm down thursdays i'll pop in for five minutes to see matt <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll just give me a wee look and then i'll be all right no, off i'll go back out to solve the rest of the, the world's problems so she has definitely imbued that into yourself mm. there's a sage-like quality and you, um, despite the twenty, you don't have the gray stuff yet. But you do in your <laughs> mind. You have the wisdom.
0: Yeah, the the, the gray par. That's what she always yeah, calls that. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal that one.
1: <laughs> cool. Uh, any digital mentors that have helped you out along cool. the way? So um, the other. So last last year, um, I, think I really was scarring. Because I was looking to take my sort of stuff to another level and push myself onto another new journey. like um, I really looked hard for who could talk to me and help me at the next stage because you know, I was doing quite a lot on LinkedIn and social end at that stage and started to speak at different things and pushing myself and letting people know what it was that I did to have the success that I had and what I'd been through got me through. And I actually struggled it's funny when you say about the digital stuff, we mm. talk about that Dorian Yates thing. I was looking around Northern Ireland. I don't mean this in any disrespect, and there's far more successful people than me in Northern Ireland, you know, in monetary ways, et etc. et cetera. But I was saying, where, where, who can I go to? And I came up with a short list of about two or three names. But when I went, looked at them, I said, they're just not, into the things that I'm in. Yeah. They're building business, but I'm actually looking to actually try and influence a, a country. So this might sound like Gavin's blowing smoke up his own ass, but that's what I'm interested in. Well, we have in a doing. shared goal. Yeah. You know, both
0: of us are deeply passionate about Northern Ireland yeah. and deeply passionate about bringing about a change. Yeah, so 100%. say it,
1: own think, it. Yeah, yeah, and I do. so that. But during that process, I was going, uh, and actually the, the person I came up with and um, was a guy called Rob Moore, and um, certainly, I know a lot of my listeners will know who Rob Moore is. And yeah, I've read a couple of some his books. Of yours, yeah. yeah, and I uh, read one of his book, Life Life Leverage, absolutely brilliant book. And I started thinking, Yep, this is the guy." I didn't know that much about him. He'd been going for a while. And last year, when I was trying to free myself from some shackles that had put on myself, for instance, I was mentoring a lot of people, um, maybe doing twenty hours mentoring a week, and that was all pro bono. Wow, that was all for free. So. I That's half a working week for most people. No, not half a working week for me, but I was doing that all pro bono. But other people were asking me for more time. Yeah. So they were saying, look, I want to see you every week. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I can't do that because of... And then I was arbitrarily saying no to some people who want... And I saw that Rob was actually doing this in his business in yeah. England. And he was doing podcasts about it and he was writing books about it. But I couldn't bring myself to charge mm-hmm. money. For mentoring because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something i loved doing i was passionate about it's also a, a real Northern Irish thing as well. as well yeah don't value yourself and your own yeah, time yeah. etc so like i was eating into my family's time for mm-hmm. stuff i wasn't getting paid but i enjoyed giving it and because yeah. i enjoyed giving it i felt i couldn't charge for it yeah and i looked around and said that guy's charging for it and he might not even be he is passionate about me about that element of his what he does and um so i went to him Mm-hmm. Actually And he became my mentor Yeah And I paid him A lot of money Sure Far more money than I'm ever Going to charge anybody else Yeah To release me Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm not sure Whether he's Gandalf in, in the story If you know what I mean But yeah. he actually Gave me the power He released me To take the next stage Of my journey Yeah which was yeah yeah do it more on a, on a sort of a business perspective yeah. so that you can bring it to a higher
0: level. Yeah. So, this is interesting because you and I have talked personally yeah. about um, the role of the money in that yeah. mentorship. And so, the conclusion we've kind of got to is that actually the money was worth every penny because it almost is a weird way to say this. But you almost bought yourself permission to go and do That's it. Exactly. And you know what? That's actually that you see that in stories all over the world. One of my favorite books is uh, called The Alchemist. Right, uh, yeah. And The Alchemist is the perfect fable for the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. It literally is. You know, Paolo Coelho, he sat down and he wrote this book. And it's basically just a formula, step by step of the hero's journey. It's about this little shepherd boy. And he has this dream about finding treasure. He's Spanish, uh, outside the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And he goes on this colossal, epic, old-timey. I'm reading it at the moment. Oh, yeah. It's so good. But at the start of the book, he meets a gypsy woman. Yeah. And he goes to her to talk about his dream and says, can you interpret my dream? And the dream went something like this. Um, He's at the pyramids. He's digging a hole and there's a treasure. And he turns around to the the gypsy woman and he asks, "Um, so what does this dream mean? And the gypsy woman says, "Okay, you have to give me 10% of your treasure Mm -hmm. if uh, I tell you what this dream means. And the boy goes, "Okay." And then he goes, well, what is it? And she turns and says, you have to go to the pyramids and dig a hole and you'll get treasure. And he's absolutely raging. He is so, (laughs) so so angry at her because he says, you just told me exactly what I already knew. And actually, sometimes the role of the mentor isn't even to teach you something new. There's always that moment in, you know, the great movies and books that we love today where actually hero finds out that they have it inside them all along right mm-hmm. and for the role of mentorship and the role of paid mentorship i don't necessarily want to jump into a whole rob moore uh, money yeah. retelling but you know there is something about the transaction of money um there's a great verse in is it the New Testament or the Gospels and or maybe it's an old proverb in the Hebrew Bible anyway, somewhere in the in the realms of Christianity, there's this verse that says, "Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, mm-hmm. and what I've heard people spin that as almost wherever you point your money towards your interest will also follow, and what's really interesting, you see this in people's lives all the time they Aren't interested in getting fit. They aren't interested in losing weight. And all of a sudden, they pay a personal
1: trainer £500 a month. And they are really, really interested yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that was fascinating. And bizarre. This is a bizarre one. I don't know how this fits into the veil I had a guy called Mick who waited. He wanted to pay me for mentorship. And I refused for six months. <laughs> and people would hardly believe that's even possible. I said yeah. no. I was too busy with my pro bono stuff, and I didn't want to start that journey yet. Yeah. He waited for six months. and He said, I don't want free mentorship. I want to pay for it. Yeah. And interestingly, he's been one of my most successful mentees. Wow! And at the moment we started the mentorship, after I freed myself from all of that and went to Rob Moore, etc., he paid me. I, first question, what are your goals? Told me his goals, and we have freaking smashed them. Amazing. Absolutely smashed them. He's gone from being an employee in New Zealand in six months to now being a 50% shareholder and business partner in a new recruitment business opening in Brisbane and Australia it's class. in six months. Um, brilliant. Probably that six months waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> he was all ready to go. Yeah. And because he knew what he wanted, and he put his money down, and yeah. there we go, and bang. It's I've brilliant. done a, I've done an episode about it on the Speed Mentor Podcast.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. There's a lot to be said about the, the intention piece there, yeah. I suppose. Um, in terms of the mentorship Stuff for me, you know, you guys are all you guys listening are already there. You have tapped into one of the the greatest mediums possible for learning, and that is podcasting. I mean, honestly, like I I would say, like 80%, if not more, of any success I've had with my own podcast and with business has come from things that I've learned while listening myself. And it's that beautiful bit where it is never I'm cycling on my bike, it is never I'm doing the dishes, it's whenever I'm doing the housework. like a wee bit on that so i my favorite podcast i am only allowed to listen to it when i'm doing housework because it's it's my wee thing that actually makes uh-huh. me do it so that's just a, that's, that's that's just one thrown in there just for the crack um books have played a massive role in my life both fiction and nonfiction, and yeah you can do online courses there's you know great things like udemy skillshare youtube i mean i have learned all the technical stuff from youtube pretty
1: much and it's yeah, I remember I came in With a technical query One day about my mics Whenever I was starting <laughs> The podcast thing Matt just goes There's your answer Gavin <laughs> You're you showing sure your you? age Yeah you know <laughs> I know I know <laughs> Well I am a technophobe But as you know For yeah, me yeah, you yeah. actually I mean You mentored me Through that process yeah. Of getting the equipment And the fear of it Yeah You know Because I am Useless at that type of thing Sure
0: um, But so for Outside of the digital mentorship For the physical mentorship You know I suppose I'll say relational mentorship. What I mean by that is, I love Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin and all these guys. Stephen Pressfield—they've impacted my life tremendously. Never met them; they've no idea who I am, and they most likely never will. What about for those actual mentorships, like my granny, like a recent friend of mine called Owen from the BBC, who's just really, really helped me out with you know strategy and things like that. Um, or if I, you know, if someone was coming to see yourself they were going to pay for mentoring what advice do you have from being on the other side of the table of being a good mentee Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of people go about that the wrong way maybe they're we've been entitled or maybe they put weird expectations on
1: their mentor what can you say in your experience so what, what i would say in fact i've done an episode where i got sacked by two mentees and I actually told, <laughs> I, I, no mentor would even dare mention that but i i tell everything you know i'm you know a real candid truth teller so because i do i want success i want success so passionately for them you know it's a it, it may be paying me but it's a vocation for me it's a love um and If they don't have success, I take it really, really personally. Mm -hmm. Their success will be my success. But the most successful mentees are the ones that know what it is that they want. Yeah. And then I'm guiding them rather than spending a lot of time trying to work out what Mm -hmm. their what their shit is. You know, we all have our own shit, and I don't mean that hundred percent negative sense to anybody. But if they've really thought about it before they come to the mentorship. Um, and they say, these are my goals. Bang, 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 bang. Right, let's get after them. Yeah. That's all right. I know how to do that. I do that every day of the week. Yeah. That's that's easy. We're all, let's write them down. Let's work it back. Mm. Let's start sharing them. Who can we get on board? The other great thing about um maybe myself as a mentor, and I hope this doesn't sound like an advertorial, it's just part of our thing. <laughs> 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 oh, this, this, wasn't this episode is sponsored by The Speed <laughs> yeah. Mentor. You
0: can find The Speed Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I lost my train of thought. No, oh, sorry. Well, of- I'll
0: jump in and save you here, right? One of the big lessons that uh, a manager of mine in New York taught yeah. me was the importance of timekeeping. Whenever you're working with mentors, because these people are most likely really time-starved individuals yeah. who are really busy. Their hourly rate could be absolutely through the roof if they were ever even to dream of, you know, giving out an hourly rate. And you as a, a mentee, it's so important to respect their time, honor their time. And there was this class moment where um, one of the guys I worked with, he walked in one morning. This is amazing, right? He walked in one morning and he was five minutes late. And he had his wee Starbucks coffee in his hand and everything mm-hmm. like that. And she just turned around to him and just said, why do you think that you can walk in here five minutes late mm-hmm. and still go to Starbucks? And that's always just stuck with me because it was a great we kind of like picture, that picture of him looking terrified, face frozen, mouth open, of just, you know, there's something to be said about being punctual, about... And, you know, things happen, life happens, but, you know, honouring the other person's time, showing up whenever you're supposed to, I think is really just fundamental, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, that that's a really, really good one. So if you take the pro bono uh, mentoring that I have done a lot of um, and... I would say to people, those really, if you're not ready, say, for paid mentorship, whatever, we've talked about them. your granny, this other business partner. But you know what it is? Every person who will give you that assistance, <clears throat> add value to them in the first instance. Mm-hmm. That's how you get in the door. So if you can see somebody who's having success in, your, in the field that you're looking to get into, but they're not actually a mentor, a paid mentor, because there's lots of people who have great knowledge. How do you add some value to this person? Yeah. How do you even start, if you go on the LinkedIn and start flipping commenting on their posts, people love that. Yeah. Start engaging with them. Start giving flatter. you know, giving a bit of flattery. Start saying, you know what, I spotted you have a wee problem there in mm-hmm. that post you did. I actually know the solution. So yeah. you as a potential mentee or somebody who's going to get a greater amount of help back from the world, if you start saying, you know what, I can help you with that. Yeah. Right, here's, here's me offering some of my time. Don't ask for anything back. Yeah. That will be clocked at the other end. Yeah, yeah. So good. Know, and it's, when you don't ask for anything back, this is, you know, don't go in there waiting for the reciprocation. You might have it at the back of your mind. Do you know what? It'd be great if I could get some help from this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add a bit of value in there. and I can tell you for a fact, folks. Yeah. It comes back to you. You give it out in slices, it'll come back in loaves every single solitary time. So good. But it mightn't come back from where you expect. it. (laughs) That's the truth, isn't it? (laughs) uh, This is is what people who uh, have done plenty of posts about this before. People, if they don't get it back from the person that they gave it to, that bugger. Sure. Do you know what? I, I... yeah, that's it. I'm not. I'm not doing this again. You don't get it back. I tell you a very quick example. Because I'm not sure that a lot of people know this. I'll Tell it very quickly. Was that um, the big billboard campaign I had across Northern yeah, yeah, Ireland? Yeah. There, everybody talk thinks, to the wall, man. Yeah, talk to the wall <laughs> and me with paper with airplanes flying and all this stuff all around all around the country. I didn't pay for that, mm. right? That was actually free from the guys at um, bazaar who own the things they saw that i was adding value to northern ireland trying to encourage other people over an extended period of time yeah they approached me and said we want to do this campaign here's what it looks like and i said look i don't have the budget for that i'm not really in that space oh no we're doing that to reward you for what you're doing for other people class so if you're adding the value out to other people when you seek or need help, yeah, it'll be there yeah. from that mentor, or from Gandalf, yeah, Gandalf yeah. or whoever it yeah. might be,
0: and that's a big part of this step of the hero's journey as well. Is the friends, the allies, yeah. the alliances that you make along the way? You know, they're they're fundamental. You know, every Frodo needs a Sam. My favorite character yeah. in Lord of the Other Rings is Sam, Sam. because see, yeah. without Sam, Frodo would never have got anywhere. And Sam's not really a mentor. Yeah. Um, in the in the church sort of world, like we like we sort of say, you need a Paul. You need a Barnabas and you need a Timothy. And the Paul is the guy who's above you. Mm -hmm. And he is your mentor. He is like, you know, the big chief who's been there, done that, doesn't take any nonsense from you. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Barnabas. And Barnabas is someone who's at the same stage of life that you're at. Mm -hmm. You know, they're maybe the same age as you or they've just started a podcast at the same time. Or they're also trying to sell t-shirts online or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And there's amazing um, kind of mentorship that takes place among people on the same level as you too, and there's great support and then um we'll not dive into this now but the timothy is really just then someone who you're mentoring and i know what the the, the very final episode we do this series is going to be all about giving back and sharing the treasure but that's it for today guys that's us uh for meet the mentor and tomorrow we're going to be talking all about really the ultimate stage when you're going into the, the the cave when you're facing the dragon And whenever you're really in the belly of the beast, Mm -hmm. whenever the temperature's turned up, and there's that one massive step you need to take uh, to kind of push yourself to the next level. You'll be ready, though. (laughs) We're with you, folks. (laughs) Okay. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. What is it you say? It's your choice. It's your choice.
1: You better better come back tomorrow, though.
2: Hi, I'm Rebecca, creative at Lines & Current, an online jewellery and accessories brand. And I live in East Belfast with my husband, John, who also works on our business with me and our three kids. I like listening to the Best of Belfast podcast because I really love to hear the nitty gritty stuff that comes with those types of unfiltered conversations that Matt has with his local guests. I'd say my favorite episode was probably that one with Grace Chambers, the 91-year-old parkrun record holder. I think for us... um, We really like what Matt is doing and we've loved supporting what he's doing. Um, He seems to just be shining a light on the Northern Irish people, community and exposing all those untold stories. So yeah, if you've been on the fence about joining the Producers Club and you'd miss Best of Belfast if it wasn't there... I recommend you consider joining today. You can do so over at bestofbelfast.org and I look forward to seeing you in the WhatsApp group soon.